Hey, Real Nerds listeners, your favorite host, Ryan, here to remind you that social media is great. How great is it? There's many ways you can find the Real Nerds on social media. You can download us on iTunes. You can listen to us streaming on Stitcher Radio. You can call us 720-6Nerds5. Aw, man, our website is so cool. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You want to leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, realnerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it, at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much, and hey, enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerds at Denver Comic-Con 2015. We hope you enjoy the following interview. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, live on the Denver Comic-Con floor. Again, I am here with Kyle. Kyle, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Well, I'm excited. So you're here with a book um, that you guys are putting together. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, yeah, self-publishing. It's called Sound Sciency. It's a collection of comic strips from our webcomic, Carbon Dating, which is also featured in a few science magazines. Oh, very cool. How long have you guys been doing it? Uh, about two and a half years now. Uh, my artist came on after last year's Denver Comic Con, and um, we've been doing full color since our successful Kickstarter last year. And we are currently kickstarting a hardcover uh, of the book, which is very exciting. Very neat. Cool. So how did you get into it? Are you like... Did you always want to be into comics? Like, how did how did this come about? It's always been a hobby. I'm actually uh, a pilot, and this is just a side gig kind of a thing that I've been doing for a while. And uh, but now we're pursuing it. And I actually started uh, getting into the science outreach by talking to schools about you know how airplanes fly and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so that kind of led to talking about science in my comic. And now I primarily go to science conventions and. And do the circuit. So, so if it's a book about dating, is it pulled from your real life? Oh yeah. Is, Every, that, a, is that a sensitive topic? It's it's a fictionalized version inspired by true events. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty obvious. Anyone who meets my wife can tell that that main character Kate is definitely modeled after her. But uh, <laughs> gotcha. they, you know, it's all fictionalized, and I try to deal about half with geeky relationship humor and half with sciencey topics. Cool. You know. Very cool, and it's. What's interesting is, um, you know, especially at a convention like this, you get a lot of like long, long story, long form comics, and here you're you're pretty limited to three panels. It looks like right, yeah, like it's each, a each story is just a little strip, right? Yeah, we're doing how is it, that? Uh, how is that three... different? Is it more challenging? Like, well, it's harder to get into a topic because we only do uh, three per week right now until the Patreon picks up. Then we'll right. do more per week. Cool. Um, so three per week. If you do the same. Uh, strips on the same comic or same topic rather than people get a little bit bored so you really right. have to shake it up uh, but the more that we do per week uh, we're able to cover more topics in depth so yeah have you do you ever do like a like here's a two-parter here's like something serious and yeah I've done it when the when the Kickstarter money uh, from last year was still in the bank we were doing five per week cool uh, for you know three straight months so that could I could do four or five on a topic and really get into an argument between friends yeah which is really what the comic is all about you know you're the ridiculous opinions that your friends may have <laughs> and how do you talk about that it's it's uh, it's very tough to not fall into a backfire effect you know? yeah 
Have you ever had, is there a topic that you've been like, you're in love with, you want to do a strip on it, but you, have, you just haven't figured out how to get it into a strip? So I follow the science, right? right. We, we cover a lot of controversial topics like, you know, vaccinations, which obviously the science is get vaccinated. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You know, a lot of topics like that, um, alternative medicine and other kind of fringe topics. But the one that I cannot figure is the most controversial topic, which has gotten heated at local events, yeah. is GMOs, genetic engineering. Right. It is so difficult to write a joke about <laughs> genetically engineered corn. <laughs> I cannot I cannot come up with a way to do it. Uh, so I have I like I really want to get into it, yeah. but it's really like, hard to write. This is really important to me, but I don't know how to make this funny. Yes. So <laughs> I did do a few, but it was tough. That was probably yeah. the hardest ones I've had to write. What is uh what's the balance there between trying to really say something serious and also trying to be entertaining? Is that is that hard or is it, sometimes do you just pull the stops out and go, "You know what? This week I'm hitting you over the head with it." There's nothing funny about this one. Um, you have to have a punchline. Yeah. And um, if I can't come up with a punchline, I just I scrap it. But gotcha. the, I find it's harder to move the story forward. Oh. It's harder to combine uh, plot or character progression with humor. So anyone who does a gag a day knows that if you're trying to do some character development, you're prob- it's not going to be that funny. Yeah. Um, but I do try to balance 50-50 the relationship and science so I don't overwhelm people, but um, I think it's important because most scientists are very insular. The science community is very tight-knit, so I'm trying to get outside of that uh, by bringing new people in with the humor and then introducing some topics that they probably haven't heard of. So it sounds like it's a book that, um, if you read it from front to back, by the time you finish the book, your characters are in a different place than they started. You will laugh and learn, and yes, uh, a lot of the characters do progress throughout the plot arc. They start out as a single bachelor, kind of a fledgling science writer, and then he winds up kind of accidentally impregnating his really good friend. So now they're trying to work out this really awkward relationship, and and uh, at the end of this book, they've actually have the baby. So it kind of progresses through right. awkward romance, pregnancy, and then now what? Now they're parents. So. Very neat. Yeah, yeah that's, that's funny, because you know, so often you look at... Um I like a Penny Arcade or some of those other strips that, that have gotten really popular. They're, I mean, after 10 years, the characters are doing the exact same shit they were doing when they started. Um, so to try and blend real storytelling with a, with a strip, that's really cool. That sounds interesting. Well, and I think it's important because when you talk about science, everybody has something irrational. Right. You know, nobody has enough time to think critically about everything. Yeah. So every character has several topics that they're irrational about and the main character addresses them or tries to throughout the comic and he even has uh, plenty of his own so that over time these imperfect characters kind of hopefully develop a little bit yeah. and um, you kind of see that as they become educated. It gets you more more tight into who they are and more related to them whereas with a with a normal strip it's like okay I know this is three seconds yeah. it's a joke and I'm all and I, they're I, fixed I and, and I yeah. think that because they're so fixed that um, the tendency is to write some perfect characters that don't have a lot of flaws or they have flaws but they never learn from it. Right. So trying to have some plot progression, which is a little bit tough in a you know, three-panel strip. Very cool. Very cool. So I'm going to switch gears. Like, you know, I'm going to give you whiplash. How did you become a pilot? Why did you become a pilot? Where are you a pilot? Like, who are All you right, a pilot so for? I'm actually, I don't like to say it, but I'm actually in the Air Force, right? Okay, cool. And I started drawing cartoons at in college at a service academy where... You know, I needed an outlet, right? So yeah. I would, under a secret pen name, I would 
write comics for the underground school website that was cool. making fun of life there. And uh, now I can say that I was Code Red, uh, was my pen name. Cool. But that gave me the confidence that I then, well, why don't I do a generic college webcomic? So I did that. Um, and that was kind of at the time in 2005 and six when webcomics were really becoming established. Yeah. And uh, so I got to kind of cut my teeth and watch the industry and then had to take a break for pilot training. And now I'm firmly established in my career, and I'm like, well, what, is, what do I really want to talk about? And found my community, which is the, the science geeks out there. Very neat. That's really cool. Well, and thank you for your service. No, well, um, hey, no big yeah, deal. That's really cool. <laughs> um, sweet. Well, thank you so much. How can people find you? How can they support you? Where do they go? Carboncomic.com is uh, the website. We're also in the Skeptic Magazine in the U.S. and also the Skeptical Inquirer. And if you're in German, we are in... Die Skeptiker, uh, translated into <laughs> German. Um, but uh, yeah, the Kickstarter can be found on the website, and we've got uh, just maybe about a week left to pre-order your limited edition hardcover. Cool. So at this point, you're already like we are. Funded. Everything's funded. Everything's My good. My credit card is like, maxed out. We right. are. The book is happening. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. No, thanks for having me. I'm glad to talk to some local guys. It was really cool. Thank awesome. you. Thanks. You have a good show. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Real Nerds interview at Denver Comic-Con 2015, and we'll see you next year. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover, and also Spark Mandrill for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.